Louie, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Rose? Where we're going, we don't need Rose. No. I am your father. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. You're listening to After the Ending, the only film podcast where we tell you what happens after the ending of your favorite films. And now, here are your hosts, Mike Spring and Phil Edwards. Hello and welcome to After the Ending. I'm Mike Spring. And I'm Phil Edwards. And Phil, it's time for a mini episode, another top five list to dazzle and amaze people with. That's correct, yes. Normal service will be resumed soon, but as we said, it's a mini episode. And this for this one, we're going to do our top five favorite fake video games. Uh, and if you're not quite sure what that is, that means a video game that appears in a film which didn't exist at the time the film was made, although some of them may have been made into video games afterwards, but ones they made up to fit in with the game for whatever reason, whether it's part of the plot or just they needed a fake video game for whatever reason. But that's uh, that's what we're going to be talking about in this mini-episode. Yeah, it's kind of a fun idea. This was your idea, Phil. Uh, full credit there. Um, Thank you. You know, fake video games and movies. We, you know, you think about it, there's a lot of movies that have had people playing video games. Sometimes they're playing, you know, Pole Position or Madden or, you know, who knows, whatever, you know, Skyrim. Uh, but a lot of times, yeah, yeah. especially when it's more a part of the plot rather than just something on in the background, uh, they do go to the trouble of creating a whole new video game specifically for the movie. And so we thought, let's go back through the films and look at which of those are our favorites. I'm excited to get into this list. Yes, yes. it's uh, I enjoyed doing this as well because there's, uh, there's actually quite a few. So when you start digging into it, there's more than you think. Do you want to kick things off, Mike? I will indeed. All right, well, my number five is, I think, probably the most obvious choice on my list, but it is Global Thermonuclear War from war games uh and that of course is the game that sort of kicks off the entire movie would you like to play a game you know that whole thing uh where matthew broderick thinks he's playing a a game and it of course ends up almost launching the world into nuclear war um it's obviously kind of one of the more simple games on on my list it's not particularly graphically exciting or anything like that but as far as memorable video games and movies when you think of a movie with a fake video game in it i think War Games is probably the first one that comes to mind, so uh, or at least one of the first ones that comes yeah, to mind. Yeah. So that's why it's number five on my list, mostly because of its in, kind of importance and and the history of it, rather than just it being a great game per se. A great choice. It was almost made my list, but it's uh, would have been my number six. But uh, I'm glad it made yours. But my number five is from uh, it's from a Darren Aronofsky film of all things. It's from The Wrestler. Oh yeah, yeah. It's Wrestle Jam '88, and it's only in a few little bits. It's Mickey Rourke's character plays it, and it's it's got his character in there and the other wrestlers from this fictitious world. Or, I think it's got some real world ones as well. But uh, it's a proper 8-bit kind of wrestling game. And it's uh, it actually turns out Darren Aronofsky got got some people to make a, a playable demo for the game. So when the, what you see in the film is they're actually playing a game. So that a WrestleJam 88 demo, demo actually exists in the world, which is kind of cool. But that's my number five. Yeah, this is much like what you had just said. This would have been my number six if we were doing it because I, I do really like this one and I think it, it yeah. looks awesome and, and really captures the feel of, you know, of those types of games. So excellent mm-hmm. pick. Thank you. All right. Well, my number four is one that I have a strong feeling we're going to hear about a little bit more later. So I'll keep it a little bit short, but it is Starfighter, the arcade console <laughs> game from The Last Starfighter. Uh, I don't know, don't know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. Maybe, maybe, maybe it'll just come, won't even be on your list. I mean, you know, but anyway. Maybe, uh, maybe. 
uh, it's a really cool kind of you know spaceship piloting game, and of course it turns out that it it helps scout you know Lance Guest's character for recruitment into this battle uh, against evil forces out in space, where he becomes a real space pilot. But you know the arcade console itself looks great. The game is is, is fun. You know it lo- looks like a cool game, and I love of course how you know how important it is to the plot of the movie. So that's my pick for number four, The Last Starfighter. An excellent choice. Uh, my number four is from uh, Spike Jones' film Hair from a few years back and it's, uh, it's called the game is called alien child and you see uh joaquin phoenix's character playing it's like a vr o- augmented reality kind of game where you're this kind of child character who's just working the way through different environments it keeps popping up throughout the game uh, it just it just looks like a great puzzle platforming kind of game and the fact it's so large and it's there you know the augmented reality or vr it's just it just looks it looks like a real game. You can see the way games are going now. It looks like something which would actually happen in the near future. And I just like the I like the whole aesthetic of hair as well. But I quite like the real the look of this video game and the way it's used. That's my number four. That is a great pick, and it almost made my list. But there was one problem with it for me when I was doing my research and looking up you know movies that had fake video games in them, and I and I saw you know a picture of this from this movie. I don't remember it at all. Oh, okay. Well, that's fair enough. I like the movie Her. Yeah. I, I think it's a great film. I've only seen it once. But I don't remember the video game from the film. That's not a part that stuck with me. I remember, you know, Joaquin Phoenix talking to the computer a lot and those types of things. The game... Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't... It didn't... It just didn't stick with me at all. I, I had no recollection of that. So to me, it was kind of felt like a cheat to put it on there when it wasn't memorable enough to me for, you know, for me to remember it. So uh, I do want to kind of go back and rewatch it because I do think it's a great movie and I'm sure that it's a cool game. I just... I didn't have a, a real heartfelt memory of it, so I had to leave it off my list. That's fair enough. That makes sense. All right, my number three is Fix-It Felix Jr. from Wreck-It Ralph, and it's another great 8-bit throwback. Nice choice, yeah. Thank you, thank you. Of course, as we know, Wreck-It Ralph is not the main character of his game. He's sort of the, you know, the big bad guy. Um, and what I love about this game is it is so clearly inspired by real world games that it feels like a real game. Like I'm sure there are people out yeah, there yeah, who are like, yeah. I remember playing Fix It Felix, even though no one really did. But it's sort of a cross between obviously Donkey Kong is the big inspiration for it, um, but also like Burger Time and Dig Dug, those kinds of yeah, you yeah. Know, great eight bit console games from back in the eighties. And it just it feels so real and so authentic when you're watching the the gameplay, the eight bit gameplay of it. And I believe that you can actually find it um I think like online you know, probably for the film's website or something, they made like an actual 8-bit game that you can play. Um, but it, to me, it just really captures the time period. It evokes some of my favorite games from my childhood. And then, of course, it is, you know, really germane to the plot of the film as well. So that's uh, that's one I really love. That's my number three. That's an excellent choice. It didn't make my list, but no, it's a, it's a good pick. And as you say, it's, you, you, did, you do think it's... Uh... You could see people thinking it was a real game at one point. Yeah, it's done really well. Then it did become a real game, but yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay, uh, my number three is one which is uh, from a recent film. It's uh, The Oasis from Ready Player One. I think I've said before, I wasn't that big a fan of the film. Uh, it looked great and everything, but The Oasis is the all-encompassing game world where people play lots of other games, but I just like the whole idea of it. Uh, and to be honest, I had to redo my list because I'd totally forgotten about it until uh, I was talking to my friend Beth, who'd recently watched the film and was going, and I was suddenly going, oh, crap. Yeah, I forgot about <laughs> right. that one. And I had to rejig the whole list. But uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's you can play any game you want in it with anyone around the world, and the graphics are amazing. Uh, I preferred the Oasis in the book, but that's, you know, you always hear that argument. But anyway, but it did look, it looks stunning in the film. Uh, so that's my number three. Very good pick. 
All right, my number two is sort of a cheat, um, but not really. Uh, it is the light cycle races from the original Tron, the 1982 classic. Oh, lovely, yeah. And yeah, the reason yeah. it's kind of a cheat is because, you know, the only real video game we see from the outside perspective is Space Paranoids, um, which is more of yeah, the, the yeah. tank, the floating tanks and all that stuff. But... Uh, obviously, once they're inside the computer, you know, the the flying discs and the light cycle races are meant to represent video games that are being played in the real world. So I'm going to allow it because I'm I'm the judge and the judge allows it. But the the you know, the classic light cycle races really are so awesome and, and so groundbreaking at the time and just mind blowing. And when I was a kid watching this movie, it just I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. And honestly, I could have made this a tie between the light cycle races in the original and the ones in Tron Legacy because they're amazing and the special effects are yeah, just mind-blowing. Yeah. Um, but I always loved it. I think the the light cycles are something that most Tron fans will kind of hold up as the the watershed moment from that, from that classic film. Um, so even though we never see it being played as a video game, uh, it still counts in, in my opinion. So that's my number two. Oh, certainly. That's a good choice. I like that. Thank you. Uh, okay. My number two is a David Cronenberg film, which the name of the... The film is the name of the game. That's Existence. Very good. Yeah, that's, so this is the one where it's the using game pods, which, as is David Cronenberg, looks like this blobby flesh thing which you plug into a hole in your spine. And it's it's basically like a, a virtual reality kind of thing. Uh, and it's all about people trying to push the new game. And then it just gets really weird because then they're not sure whether they're still in the game or whether the game is what they thought it was. Uh, and it's just it's a trippy messed up kind of film is what you expect from some of the uh, David Cronenberg ones but I, I just like the the whole idea of it and then you could maybe see something like this really happening at some point if maybe not the whole flesh pod thing but the fact you know these VR games become so realistic where you, you start going well is this this real I don't know why I'm doing this and all that kind of things but it's my number two very good pick all right. I thought about that one. I do. I do remember seeing that movie, but not very well. So <laughs> I left it off my list. Yeah. Yeah. All right. My number one has actually already appeared on your list. I wasn't sure if it was going to make it on your list because I know you're not a big fan of the movie, but it is the Oasis from Ready Player One. Yeah. Yeah. Thought to be on your. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, you know, it gets a little boost from the fact that it is obviously as a movie made in 2018 uh, or special effects you know, are where they're at. It was able yeah. to do a lot more than maybe some older movies were able to accomplish. But um, I just really love that it sort of takes the idea of these world building games, like, like say a Minecraft or Roblox or something like that, but, but takes it to the nth degree and everything is uber realistic and it's all VR. And basically you can go into this Oasis and just live any life you want. And what I, I really enjoyed about it in the film and the book is just, you know, so many worlds that were created based on things that we love, you know, and you have the races yeah, yeah. with the DeLorean and all these things. And there's, King Kong and the dinosaur and all this stuff. So, you know, I love that it can create anything, but also let you live things that were only available in movies beforehand. You can help you, it can help them bring them to life. So yeah, um, yeah. I love the movie personally, so I really enjoyed that, but it is my number one because that's the video game I would most like to play. It's, it's an excellent choice. Yeah. And also thinking about it, the Oasis would have all of these other games we've mentioned. That's right. You'd have somewhere where you could play it. Exactly. Because people would have made it, yeah. Sort of like getting a genie and wishing for more more wishes because you can just yeah, play all yeah. those games. Yeah, excellent choice. Well, mine, uh, unsurprisingly, has also been on your list. Uh -huh, I have a feeling I know one. which one. <laughs> so, yeah, it is Starfighter from The Last Starfighter. You know, yep. it's, I just I just loved the whole thing from when I was a kid watching it when he's playing it. He goes, greetings, Starfighter. You've been rec recruited by the Star League, all that kind of stuff. Right. And then to play it 
you play it and then suddenly you find out you're recruited to the actual Star League. I just love the whole concept, but the game itself looked kind of cool. The whole look of the arcade console as well, the artwork on the side was always really, really eye-catching. And it just, it was it was great. It was like central to the, the film itself. And it's you, you play that, you become an actual proper star fighter. It's training you, you know, to go beyond the stars and, and fight. And that's my number one. Great pick. I knew it would be on your list somewhere. I wasn't sure where, but I'm, I'm not surprised to hear it come in at number one. But yeah. it's a great pick for number one. It's really one of the more... You know, of the video games in movies, that's really one of the the most notable uses of a video game in a movie. You know, where it really yeah, did spur yeah. the entire film on came from that. You know, there there wouldn't have been a story if it wasn't for that video game. You know, so I think that exactly yeah is yeah. really good uh, in in spirit and in form. So nice pick. Thank you very much. All right, so there you go. That is our top five fake video games in movies. Uh, a fun list to put together, I thought. It certainly was, yeah. And there's probably quite a few out there we've forgotten. But uh, if you want to get in touch and let us know what your favorite fake video game is, drop us a line on all the usual places. Yeah, yeah, indeed. All right, well, that is going to start to wrap up this episode for us. Yeah, it's game over, man. Game over. <laughs> Classic throwback, not to a video game, but but sort of related. <laughs> you know what I mean. I like it, Phil. Nice job. Yeah. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> all right, well, that's it for us then. As always, we thank you greatly for listening. I'm Mike Spring. And I'm Phil Edwards. And we'll see you next week. After the ending. Existence, which is actually a game you probably wouldn't want to play. I, I'm going to stop you real quickly. Yeah. I believe it's pronounced existence, like like existence, but with a Z as opposed to existence. Oh, okay. So yeah. it just might make more sense Ex- to people listening yeah. if they hear it. Existence. Yeah. I'll just say yeah. existence. Yeah. It's one of those ones, isn't it? Yeah, try it. Just see. I mean, it might just make it a little. Uh, yeah, the one, it's the name. It's, same, it's the name of the film is the name of the game, but it's existent. I can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> say it to me again so I can say it back. Existence. It's existence. No, no, you're just saying. I'm saying the same existence. way. I can't say existence. The, se- the, the emphasis is on stens, not yeah, x. Yeah, it's existence. No, that's closer. It's existence. It's existence. There you go. That was it. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that. But it's <laughs> now. I have a joke for you. Okay, tell me the joke. All right. What does a gorilla wear to the beach? I don't know. A donkey thong. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's so terrible it's funny oh, uh, oh, I quite like that thank you I like it should, I do that, should, I, should I do that Tom Jones one again well yeah but it won't fit in this episode is the problem I know well that's, that's not unusual oh god see <laughs> now you ruined it <laughs> leave it to Phil <laughs> <laughs>